Hi, and welcome to the Career Change Movement podcast. This show is about your career development and anything career change related. Today, we're going to dive into some strategies to help you rocket at your next interview. I'm pretty excited to have a chat to you about interviews today. Some of my previous episodes on the show have been career change related, obviously, but They've been more about, um, you know, how, how you go about that career change. How about how do you go about taking that leap? Um, how do you know when it might be um, time for a change and that sort of thing? Whereas today we're going to be talking about some concrete strategies that you can use at your next interview. Now, it doesn't matter. You might have an interview coming up or an interview might be a bit down the track for you. But regardless, it's good to take in some of this information today, because as I will explain throughout the episode, is that the more that you um, practice and that you come around to these strategies, the better that you'll get with it. So it's not just um, something that you you listen to and you put down, you never use. It's the sort of thing that will benefit you um, for your either an upcoming interview or an interview down the track. So we'll go through a few things today, and I'll also talk to you about, uh, particularly if you if you're going through a career change and you've got an interview coming up for a different kind of job, could be a job in an entirely new industry. Um, way different from the work that you've done. So I'll talk to you about some strategies that you can use to link your previous experience to this job in your interview. All right, so let's get into talking about interviews. So we've all been there. Your hands get really sweaty, your heart races, your mind just draws an absolute blank. It feels so uncomfortable. Um, And I'm sure you can think back to interviews that you've had in the past that have been just absolutely excruciating. And the good news is, is that a lot of us actually feel this way in an interview. And even myself, um, I know I have felt this way. And even in my recruitment experiences, seeing heaps of people go for many jobs and I've sat in many, many countless interviews. And I can tell you that most people genuinely feel uncomfortable when it comes to being interviewed. And that's perfectly okay. And it's it's so understandable as well, because when you think about it, an interview is such an artificial situation. It's It involves you talking to people that you hardly know. Um, and basically you're having a, a conversation with them and basically trying to pitch and sell yourself. So what I'm saying is it's it's no easy feat whatsoever. So the fact that you would be nervous and that you feel uncomfortable is perfectly normal. And as I was saying that most people definitely do feel um, uncomfortable and nervous when it comes to interviews. So the thing is with interviews, the old adage of fake it till you make it, I don't think that really floats with interviews because the thing is with the interviews, you can actually put in a lot of preparation beforehand to increase your chances of getting the job. Now, of course, there's some people that can go in and just fluke it and do really well. And I have seen that in some instances, but really you're going to really increase your chances of getting the job if you put in the preparation and the practice beforehand. So Interviews are very much like a muscle. The more you use them, the stronger they'll get. The less you use them, obviously, the weaker they'll be. 
And even you listening to this podcast is a way of you practicing. This is a way that you're preparing for your next interview. So you're probably already flexing that interview muscle quite well. Now, the idea of this episode and what I would really like you to walk away with today is just a little bit more confidence in how you can prepare for your next interview. At the end of the day, the more confidence and in control you feel, the better results you'll get. So a lot of how you feel is going to be really important with how you do well in your next interview. So I'll get into some strategies that will help you prepare and it'll give you an idea of what to expect as well at your next interview. So firstly, when it comes to your career change, say for instance, you've got an interview coming up and one of the things that you might be stressing about is, um, you know, you've got all this experience in one field. How are you able to explain how that experience might relate to this new field or this new job that you're being interviewed for? Now, that's going to relate to the first question that's basically in um, every interview. I guarantee you one of the first questions you're going to be asked in an interview is tell us about yourself or tell us a little bit about you. That question is no doubt going to come up at some point. So particularly if you're going through a career change, that question is super important for you because it's one of the first ones, but it's also your chance to really make that linkage between your last experience, your previous experience, sorry, and this new position that you're applying for. So it's important in this question that you explain what experience you do have, but you need to draw the correlation pretty well for them. And the way to do that is through explaining that you've got transferable skills from your previous experience. Your transferable skills are skills that can relate to many jobs. They're your communication skills, your teamwork skills, time management skills, problem solving skills. These are the sort of skills that aren't married to one occupation. They literally apply to many jobs moving forward. So it's very important that you tease out these skills in that first question and explain that you definitely do have this previous experience. And as a result, you've developed these transferable skills that you believe are related to this new position. So that's just one way that you can definitely build that bridge, build that relationship between your previous experience and this new position in an interview by answering that first question. So don't don't leave the hard work up to the employer or the person interviewing you to make that correlation. Really, you're wanting to, to spoon feed them that information and yeah, really just make it easy for them to understand that uh, yes, you do have this previous experience. These are the skills you have and that these skills are related to the new job you're applying for. So that's ideally what you're wanting to do for that first question, particularly if this interview is for a, a new job that is, you know, it, it presents a career change for you. So in general, with that question, tell us about yourself. 
There are three things that you need to cover. So we spoke about talking about your previous experience. It's important that you talk about your skills, which I mentioned as well, and any training or education that you have that is, um, yeah, that might be related to the job. So the key for this one is really to talk about things that are really relevant to the job that you're applying for. Now, a lot of people ask me, um, about this interview question are they wanting to know about mainly your professional experience or any personal information and in general what they're wanting you to answer here is mainly your um, work experience but of course you can mention any personal information that you wish to share you might want to mention what area uh, you live in you can mention a couple of hobbies if you feel like it but in general thereafter a good understanding of what previous experience you've got and if you touch on those three elements so any um, relevant experience skills and recent training as long as you're, you're hitting those three points you know you're going to be on the right track as i mentioned it's probably one of the first questions you're going to get at an interview and it's something that shouldn't take you by surprise because I'm telling you that now and it's something you can really prepare for. So it's it's something that you can think about beforehand. You can even write a few dot points on a piece of paper and just help yourself memorize that and that will just give you a couple of points to talk about when you're asked this question in an interview. So there's nothing worse when you start an interview and you fumble on the first question And then, you know, often it can be a little bit downhill from there. So if you're starting strong with an answer that covers those points, it's just going to put you in good stead for your um, answers for the next questions. And it's going to help you feel more confident. Okay, so that's that's roughly the first question you're probably going to be asked in any interview. There's some other preparation that you can do. And I, I have touched on it briefly. It's having a really good understanding of what your skills and what your strengths are before you head into the interview. Now, your strengths are very similar to your skills. They're basically the same things. They're just things that you're really good at. And that's something you can definitely do some reflection on before you head into that interview. So have a think about your experience. Have a think about your achievements and have a think about what you've enjoyed and what's really stood out for you. And and most importantly with this, what relates directly to the role. Now, this is the, the place when you're asked about your skills, when you're asked about your strengths to provide more detail about your skills. You can even provide an example. In fact, that's highly recommended. Never just state your skills. So if you're asked the interview question, so what are your strengths or tell us, tell us about your skills. Don't just say, oh, I'm good, you know, on computers. I've got really good communication skills and I believe I manage my time really well. That's basically just stating things that has no value whatsoever. You need to back that up with some experiences with some examples. So the first step is really having a good understanding of what your skills and strengths are. And ideally these are directly related to the job. So for instance, say if it's a, um, 
a customer manager type role, one of your core strengths, your core skills ideally is going to be customer service. It's going to be hopefully communication. So these are the sorts of things you want to be talking about because it draws a direct correlation to the job you're applying for. And what you're trying to do throughout the interview is you're trying to sell yourself as the most uh, relevant, acceptable, low risk candidate. That's your job for that interview to sell yourself in that light. So anything that you can draw a strong link or anything that you can say that is relevant is just going to be little ticks in your book. So understanding your skills and strengths, it's going to make it easy for you to talk about them. And as I mentioned, examples are very important here. So think of examples of when you've demonstrated those skills. So back to the customer service manager example, with customer service being the main strength that you might have, you would need to be thinking of an example of how you've demonstrated that. So you would have to be talking about a time of when you've really demonstrated customer service in your previous experience. Now that can sound a little bit scary, but it's something that you can do work beforehand. And actually, again, you can write it down if you feel better remembering things after you've written them down. It just helps you log it in your memory. It doesn't essentially mean that you're going to be taking that that paper and those notes into an interview, but it just helps you at the time before the interview when you're writing a few dot points down, it's just going to help you remember and retrieve that information on the spot when you're in an interview. Now, when you're talking about your examples, STAR is a really good framework to use to make sure that you're giving enough information and that you're staying on track. When we often talk about our previous experience or we're answering questions, it's really easy for us to either not say enough or we say way too much information. And using a framework like STAR is just going to keep you right on track. So STAR is quite simple. It's all about saying what the situation was, what your tasks and actions were in that situation, in that example, and what the result was, what the outcome was of that example. Let's talk about the customer service manager example using STAR. So say you're talking about your skill of customer service, you can use STAR to explain your example. So you'll start off by explaining a situation, an example of when you demonstrated good customer service. So for instance, it might've been dealing with um, an angry customer that was wanting to return a product or something along, along those lines. So you would spend a bit of time just outlining the situation, outlining what the customer was needing um, and what your role was in that situation, what you needed to do. So then you'd go into explaining the tasks and actions, which are the specific things that you done in that example in that situation. So you'd be explaining, um, for instance, that you listened to the customer, that you were noting down their concerns. You would explain that you communicated to the customer about how you're able to help them and what actions that you're going to take. And then you'd be talking about any support that you provided the customer. And that the R bit of the star, the R is the result, which basically is the outcome. And that's basically the result of the situation. So what was the outcome? Um, was the, the customer happy with the service or were you able to follow up with them and provide them with what they needed? Or how did you alleviate the situation? 
or how how was there a benefit to the organization so that's how you would use star in that context of explaining an example so what star really does it gives um, a Goldilocks type of answer. You're not saying too much information or you're not saying too little information. STAR helps you keep on track. Now, with everything that I'm talking about here, it can seem a little bit daunting on the onset when you're first hearing about these sort of things, but that's why I'm saying it's like a muscle. The more you do it, the more you practice, the better you're going to get. And using STAR to explain your examples is one of those things that the more you do practice it, the more confident that you'll feel with it. So your first time around using STAR might not be so crash hot and that's completely okay. I don't want you to stress out about that because you can continuously practice with it. You can practice at home, you can practice writing it down and doing things like that is just going to help you feel a bit more prepared for your next interview. So remember, STAR is just a framework to help you answer some of those interview questions that are asking you about your skills, your strengths, um, anything about your previous experience where you need to provide an example. That would be your cue to use something like STAR. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about nerves. I mentioned at the start, it's it's so normal for most of us. In fact, all of us would be very nervous when it comes to an interview. And as I mentioned, it's a very artificial situation. So of course, you're going to feel quite nervous. And what I've learned with nerves over time is that nerves impact us all a little bit differently. And I've seen many people um, being interviewed when I've been a, a recruiter interviewing people in my previous HR recruitment type positions. And I've seen people react very differently when it comes to nerves. So speaking from my personal experiences for me, when I get nervous, I get really hot, I get sweaty, I can obviously feel my heart beating a million times an hour and basically anything that I'm wearing can just feel really heavy very quickly. So because I know this quite well, I know how nerves impact me, I'll make sure if I'm heading into a bit of a stressful situation or if I'm about to, you know, if it's an interview type context for anything, I will dress lightly. So I'll still dress appropriately, but I won't wear anything too heavy. I'll be mindful if I'm wearing a blazer that I can take it off quite easily. If I'm too hot, I'll just, I'll just be very, very mindful of yet yeah, the layers that I've got on basically. Now I know other people as well, um, who can get a dry mouth when they're feeling nervous. And I remember I had this one particularly particularly young man. He was um, a very good communicator, but I noticed he was he was popping, um, I think they were like Tic Tacs or mints, um, basically all throughout the interview. And I was thinking, oh, okay, maybe he's like, that's his, like a nervous thing that he does. I'm not sure. And he spoke to me afterwards and he said, oh my gosh, I was just so um, nervous. When I get nervous, my mouth produces a lot of saliva. And in order for me to like calm the saliva down, I've got to, you know, take these mints. And, you know, that made sense to me. I was like, oh, okay, that's why he's doing that. Um, but yeah, so for him in that situation, he produced a lot of saliva and he thought he was okay. 
And but then, you know, he had the mints on hand to try to tame that a little bit more. And I thought good on him for having, you know, at least he knew that that was going to be a likely scenario. And he was, you know, taking a couple of mints just to try to alleviate that stress on him. So having a good understanding on of your nerves is really going to help you try to, um, I suppose, not combat them, but make yourself feel a little bit more at ease um, when you're in that, that uncomfortable situation. I know other people, and it's the same for me, I actually get a dry mouth when I'm nervous, and that's quite common. So obviously having water on hand is going to help. I remember interviewing this, this young lady once who she basically just lost the ability to speak. And I think she left it a little bit too late just to have some water during the interview. And I think by then she was um, not feeling really good with how she was going. So having um, some water beforehand at the start of the, of the interview um, would have really benefited her, even though she had, you know, I gave her water, but if she had some of her own water that she may have felt more comfortable drinking, that could have made her feel a bit better. So what I'm trying to get at here with these nerves they're always going to be there. I don't think it's a matter of, you know, conquering them and, um, you know, making them go away because in my experience, that's just going to make them worse. And they're the kind of thing that it's just going to be there. So I think it's important to number one, acknowledge it. And number two, think about what is going to make you feel more at ease in the interview. So your nerves aren't exacerbated. And basically everything that I've spoken to you about during this episode as well is going to help with your nerves. How that is related is that um, basically the more practice and the preparation you do, the more confident and in control you're going to feel, which in turn will make your nerves feel a little bit smaller. So it might not get rid of them completely. You'll still probably be nervous, but you're not going to feel out of control or you're not going to feel like you're on the edge because of it so hopefully by using some of those strategies and knowing how um, nerves impact you as an individual that's just going to help you front up and prepare and just feel a bit better heading into your next interview and at the end of the day the the better you feel the better results that you're going to get as well so yeah i think that's probably what um, I have to have a chat with you today. We do have the interview skills online training kicking off very shortly as well. So head over to www.melissaowen.com.au and that will give you the rundown of the upcoming programs that we do have up. So with the, the interview skills online training, you'll get an online workshop that will teach you the techniques to explain your skills and experience effectively and to also perform your best. The best part is that it includes a mock interview so you can put your skills into action so you'll be able to practice the things we spoke about today. You'll be able to practice the things that you'll learn in the online workshop and you'll get live feedback um, from a career coach so that you know that um, your answers are strong and what you need to do to make them stronger so you'll know that you're on the right track. And at the end of the day, this is all about making you feel more confident because at the end of the day, as I mentioned, the more confident you feel, the better results that you're going to get. So that's it for today's episode. I'll see you next time round and wishing you the best of luck for your next interview. Okay, talk soon. Bye.